the vision in a nutshell, I guess, is creating transformational communities to bring uh, healing, wholeness and hope to broken people, um, in particular those trapped in the cycle of addiction. And it's empowering local churches and local Christians who already have a sense of calling to work with with these broken people to actually have the resources and a structure in which to work and make that calling become a reality. Take me through the programme. If I'm new, if I'm yeah. a new person coming into the programme, yeah. what's the first thing I do and what am I looking at in okay. terms of time? Yeah, yeah. And so um, it's approximately nine months, <coughs> the programme, and it's broken into um, seven stages, well, two weeks of orientation and then seven stages of four to six weeks each. And um, there's a weekly timetable, so it's all very structured. So there's kind of get-up time, meal times, and all of those things happen together as, as a community. And the week, the weekly timetable has time of work. Um, and part of the, the, I don't know, an important value for Novo is the income-generating business side of the project. So it actually provides work for the residents and generates income. So that's part of the programme. And they have therapy groups and one-to-one time with a sort of key worker support worker during the during throughout the whole program as well and um, as they go through these stages that I mentioned the seven stages they get more and more independence and um, and they have objectives that they have to meet in order to go on to the next stage and there's regular things like drug tests and and breathalyzers just to do these regular checks and check that they're um, living within the rules and the boundaries of so give an example of a couple of those milestones uh, Mm -hmm. objectives Um, so one example of an objective on the programme is uh, an autobiography or a a life story that the resident has to share quite early on in the programme with the other residents on the programme I think that's a really important one because it gives him the opportunity to be vulnerable and honest with his peers as well as get some feedback and encouragement and just a starting point for understanding more of his root issues and his addiction that's one example what's um, an objective at, towards the end so towards the head- end they have to do a relapse prevention plan which covers lots of areas of his life so looking at his social life looking at his spiritual life looking at how he relates to others uh, we basically give a list of all these things that he has to um, address and make a plan to avoid using and drinking in the future so that's now that's relapse is always going to be a risk is that right yeah um it is something that working in the field of addiction you quickly learn that relapse happens quite frequently sadly it's the nature of the recovery journey relapsing once doesn't mean that that's the recovery journey over quite often we'll get residents who might come back a second and third time um there are boundaries in place around that so they can't just keep coming and going as whenever they want um because it would be unsettling for the community so the priority i guess nova's priority would always be the residents currently on the program but we would want to support residents that have left um if they've relapsed it can be a real learning point where they realize their absolute powerlessness over their addiction there might have been an element of denial before they relapse and they think that they're not that bad and then when they relapse they realize actually i can't control this and so it can be a healthy thing it can be a helpful thing in their recovery it's certainly not an end but um yeah it's quite a steep learning curve for the staff members especially the new staff members that we've got now in Bolivia a lot of them new to working with addicts I think 
Yeah, it's it's a pretty hard one to learn actually. Having to let people go when they decide to leave the program, knowing that probably they'll end up relapsing again. Basically, I would say, with in my experience of seven years at Yeldal and two years here in Bolivia, without exception, any resident that leaves the program before completing the program relapses, sadly. Mm. Yeah. So this, I'm sure, comes into it. You've said how important community is to the success of the program. Mm. Just why is that? I think the sense of community... Well, I believe that you, nobody can do recovery alone. That's actually a saying of Alcoholics Anonymous, is that nobody can do recovery for you, but you can't do it alone. So there's that sense in which you've got to take the responsibility, but you need to be in community, ideally with others in, a, in the same situation as you. So that there's a sense of being together in this battling this um, recovery from addiction and I mentioned um, I mentioned this sense of belonging that we all need it's an emotional need that we have as humans and so I think to be able to live in community and have that need met through whether it's through church family or through a, a novo community it does masses for the self-worth and self-esteem which are some of the things that actually uh, addiction is an escape from so and do you find where's your sense of belonging, if you like, as oh, for me. transplanted herself <laughs> yeah. into a very different culture? Um, for me, well, I guess I've found a sense of belonging and community living in Bolivia, um, partly at Novo actually, because I, you know, feel part of that community in a different sense, not a resident, but in the staff team and things, and also in my church. I go to a local church, Bolivian church there, and uh, feel a sense of belonging there, and just a sense of being part of the wider church um and i mean i'm very blessed with my own family back in england that i feel a strong sense of belonging to still despite the distance <laughs> mm-hmm. so can you tell me tell me about someone tell me about some one of your residents mm-hmm. um that's yeah. been through a chunk of the program i mean it's a very new project we yeah. say you've been had residents about a Just year yeah yep yeah. yeah okay so um well, I'll mention one name to you, Juan Carlos. Uh, he's a guy that came on the programme and struggled quite a lot to, to relate to others. He was just a slightly, one of those characters that's just, uh, I don't know, can talk a bit too much and just slightly push people away relationally. <laughs> um, but kind of lovable character as well. And he'd been on the streets for, I don't know, I'm trying to remember, six or seven years, I think. And uh, yeah, alcohol was his main addiction problem and didn't can't read and write very well and just really kind of low low confidence really um and he sadly let he was making some progress and had been there a few months and was learning to read and write we were giving him support in some of those other things and sadly he chose to leave the program early before completing and he relapsed and was back drinking and uh tried to come back but for reasons of to do with the sort of guidelines that we've got in place that prevents people from just leaving and coming back too quickly he had to wait a bit of time before he could come back but anyway he did come back and he's on the program again and I believe he's been there about four months now second time running and uh, yeah making real progress you can see a physical difference in him uh, much sort of healthier and and just that sense of self-worth I would say is coming back and I you know I really do put that down to the whole being part of the community and uh, he loves praying he loves worshipping he likes going to church and much more sort of confident and 
Yeah, I want to ask you about that because it's obviously it's a Christian project, very yeah. specifically mm. or explicitly um, Christian. How do people react to that Christian element? How's that woven in mm -hmm. um, without forcing people into yeah. a certain way of yeah. thinking? So, yeah, it's an overtly Christian project, so residents know that it's Christian before coming. Um, interestingly, in the context of Bolivia, I've found that most of the residents already have some kind of faith. Um, either they're full-blown Christians or at least believe, acknowledge God's existence. And so there hasn't really been any resistance to that, I would say, from what I've seen so far. So they're all quite keen to get involved with the prayer time. And we have a, a weekly sort of um, worship time with all of the community, the staff and the residents together, take them to different churches on a Sunday on a sort of rota, depending who's working kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, widely connecting with the local churches. So um, the idea is to build really kind of supportive relationships with churches so that when a resident leaves it might be that they can become a member of that church and you know build their own sense of community and family there when they leave so you're just heading back what's your goal what are you yeah. thinking about the so i'm going back to bolivia in april and um i actually think that my time there is drawing to an end and I'm likely I'm thinking in terms of coming back at the end of 2018 or early 2019 um, because my role has been largely in the setup phase and kind of program development from the start um, and the whole idea is that it doesn't yeah you know it's lo it's local locals leading it so yeah it kind of feels like in a full-time capacity that that's coming to an end but I love the work and the ministry and could see myself going back, for example, after a year to go and do one of these, do like a project evaluation and and do, um, that's something that wants, we want to happen sort of annually, is do project evaluations just to check that it's functioning as we want Novo to be functioning and uh, possibly some staff training. Now I've got the language and can manage in Spanish, I can could possibly have some input in terms of staff training especially if we've got new centres opening it might be that I go back to a different part of Bolivia and do a bit of addiction training so I don't see myself as just completely stopping all involvement when I come back to England so how I'm interested in if your uh, understanding of mission has changed over the last couple of years mm. I think my understanding of mission um yeah, I would say that I really like actually I've been I've been helped in forming how I view mission through CMS actually just through the initial training that I did the the full mission and then the conference that I was at recently just in the whole idea of mission being it's God's mission and and God you know he's the one that has the mission and is already at work and we're just sort of joining in with that and I that's something I picked up from CMS actually and really like that sense of we're just joining in with the kind of bigger picture and where can I be used it's not yeah, I, I definitely found that quite helpful to think about it in those terms. So it could be in this country or in other countries or, or wherever. And just trying to, again, this is something that I'm just totally nicking from a CMS conference about something about um, kind of trying to sort of fit into another person's culture, but but not losing yourself and your own culture, but together, something about together becoming more like Jesus. And so like that actually cross-culturally we can bring God's kingdom and... and uh, yeah, I don't know.